right, we are back once again with podcast number 23. And this will be, just a heads up, our second to last podcast where we're discussing Borderlands 3, possibly, until DLC comes out at least. This week, we will, we've all three of us have finished the game now. We've all gotten to the end. We've all seen anything. We're not going to spoil anything this week. We're just going to talk about our expectations for it, like uh, how the end game feels, gameplay stuff, pretty much. But Next warning. week, though, yeah, this is a spoilers alert right here. Next week, we're talking spoilers. Yeah, we're going spoilers, like talking storyline, talking theories, talking about any little like things we picked up here and there along the talking way. About how Roland dies in number two. Spoiler. Fuck! <laughs> I didn't know that. That's why he wasn't in three. Fuck, man. <laughs> I saw that. Sh- oh. <laughs> now nah, I almost did spoilers. Well, technically, that was at the end of two. The statue was at the end of two. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyways. I I don't know about you guys, but I think so far... The addition of adding in mayhem levels has made Endgame so much better than any of the previous Borderlands. Oh, it feels oh, amazing. Because yeah. it's not like, oh, I'm going to hunt for the goddamn bee shield for six hours and not get a good roll on it. Oh, I got one. Terrible roll. Well, and another thing is, is uh, well, like, with the uh, Rough Rider, it doesn't seem like a lot of things are they they change a lot of things that aren't hugely based off rules is so much as just stat based. I actually did find out you can't get rolls on weapons like that. You can cuz you know you can get anointed gear now in yeah. endgame. Well, apparently one of the rolls for the rough rider is a melee build for it. Ooh. Where it's like a roid shielded rough rider. Problem is because there's no actual shield, none of it works. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, deal extra damage when shield is full. Huh. <laughs> no, well, with the Roid shield, it's deal more damage yeah. when the shield is empty. Well, shield's always empty, but you technically don't have a shield, so it doesn't count. It's like, well, damn it. It depends on how the uh, the game mechanics see it. If the shield is zero, and it's meant to be zero, it, does it see as full or it, empty? It actually reads the Rough Rider like it did in the patch on 2. Because in 2, originally, it just read it as the shield was empty. Then uh, later on, they patched it after we had quit playing, so we never even noticed it. They patched it so that it reads it as it has no shield. Hmm. So shield empty and shield full like uh, attributes never tick with it. Ah. That's how it works in this one, too. Well, that's good. Then. Yeah. But I it can still break some other things, because... Other things don't know how to read no shield versus empty shield or full shield. Yeah. What I also like about this is, and I don't recall this in other games really too, too much. Like, I mean, I guess there were legendary artifacts, but they didn't seem game-changing in a way. The The artifacts in this game are just mind-blowing in a way. Like more useful. Yeah, like, oh, hey, I can slam down and send off homing rockets, or I can slide and shoot yeah, off like, snowballs and shit. Like, my my favorite's the slide, dude. Saws. Yeah. 
89% slide boost, dude, I fly. Like, I, keep, I can't catch, you can't catch up with me. No, he's gone. He'll slide <laughs> through an entire area. Slide, right? Huh? huh? You can shoot and slide, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. So for me, being flak, I'll go invisible, I'll slide to the enemy, and I get there, and I slide super quick, you gotta remember. So I'm sliding and just fire my gun. Bolts are flying off everywhere. Fighting bosses is so what nice. is that? What is that thing called? What is that artifact it, called? If you know, I it's not a legendary. It's just a purple. Yeah, they just in, like okay. Or like if you find another one, save it for me because I, I deal bonus damage the faster I'm moving. I've got. Oh, one. I didn't think about that. And it's like a decent amount for the faster I'm moving. So just like a little walk around is you know deals a little bit. If I'm falling. You know, I'm moving pretty quick that way if I'm sliding. So imagine me, like, noom around. Yeah, I got one last night. I was using 87. I got an 89% slide boost. Does it increase your slide distance? Yes. Yeah. Because you're yes. moving faster. Of yeah, the slide? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, well, because it's faster, it, it goes farther. Let's just, it's um, like when you slide down something. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's just say Aaron was running ahead, and I was having trouble keeping up, so I just slid through the enemies and passed him. And since he's doing cryo, if he hits them, they you know they get cryoed yeah. and slow down or frozen. Mm-hmm. I've got a couple too that like imbue your slide with like where you create puddles as you slide mm-hmm. of damage. Um, but yeah, like between the artifacts, the class mod. I like how too the class mods in this game are so much better than they've ever been. They give you, um. Abilities that you don't have to put skill points into. Oh yeah, I haven't had the opportunity to use one yet. I'm still forty, and the one I have is fifteen. But and yeah, as we found out, me and him found out last night, you can get ones that add levels to your minor game changes. The the skills you can only put one skill point into. I'm like, oh hey, we can put an extra skill point in that. We can double that. <clears throat> like that's huge. Yeah, I, it makes a minor one into a major game changer. I have <laughs> seen a legendary because Flack has a skill where you can only put three points in, and when you whenever you hit a critical spot, there's a change. One bullet goes back into your gun, and I think it maxes out at like thirty percent. I saw legendary it added two more points and it made it sixty percent. Holy shit! You could almost have an infinite clip. And with his ultimate, <laughs> when, when he's invisible, he's always what? critting. You 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 uh you combine that with the the one pump chump. Yeah, oh, that has the chance to not expend ammo. <laughs> You're just constantly firing. It, the one pump works very well with that. Oh my god! There's just—I feel like this one. If when they start adding in more levels, I—I I cannot imagine how great our characters are going to be. Because like level fifty characters in Borderlands Two felt good. I wouldn't say they felt OP. They felt good. Like they felt stable. They felt fun. You didn't feel too overpowered. End at? Just, just the main story, vanilla oh, story. The vanilla story with no playthroughs maxed out at 30. I mean, you could get higher level than that, but everything maxed out at 30. You finish this game, little spoilers here, I guess, but the storyline and the side missions are so long, you'll finish this game at, like, 50, most likely, if you do just everything. About. If you take your time through the game. Yeah, if you See, rush through it, you can yeah. end at, like, 38, yeah. 42. Yeah, for it's, me, I just ran through the story, and <clears throat> I ended up at 34. Okay. I, saw, I saw how far you guys were, so I wanted to catch up and be with you guys. So I just ran through it to beat it so I could 
discuss mm-hmm. it with you guys. But like, I mean, me and Bob, before we even finished the game, we probably put a good day and a half of time into it, and we didn't do every single side mission till we uh, before we finished the game. Let you know. So this is this is a lot longer of a game, and I like that because personally, I love to. I, don't get me wrong, I love Borderlands too. I just making a new character and running through the storyline three different times just to get to the max cap. It was painstaking. Yes, it was. That's, that's and I did that with every single character. And that's why we downloaded characters and modded them. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, that was after we had already maxed out our characters and whatnot. But yeah, then after all the DLC, you know, the max level ended at 80, and you could technically get weapons up to 90. Because they added in two more OP levels with the last DLC. So you had eight OP levels plus another two on top that you get level 90 weapons. I can't wait to see where this goes. And with the mayhem, I mean, having 50 for 500% more loot drops, I'm pretty sure me and Adam had four legendaries drop from one boss last night. I mean, it only happened like once, but still. At least, typically we had at least one legendary between, between the both of us. If Usually. I, I mean, there were some few times I feel like we both got nothing. If I didn't get one, you got one. It yeah. Felt, it felt like... Hey. It's... They've done really well with this game, and I don't care what anybody says. The gameplay in this is the best they've done in any Borderlands game. I haven't even used one of my golden keys yet, either. Guilty. You have? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't used a single one I, yet. I haven't... It's so early in the game that, like, we'll get more. Yeah. I mean, I might for, like, uh, my secondary characters and whatnot, but I haven't touched it on my main character because I, I had all the weapons I wanted. There is a gun out there, though, I need to find. I found out about it last night. So I'm running a melee build on my Siren. There's apparently a legendary gun out there called the Face Puncher. Its gun damage isn't gun damage. It's melee damage. <clears throat> I uh, did see they... I don't know if it's true. There's a winter calendar out already. <laughs> The for the Park game? Event. Yeah. Hmm. There's a Bloody Harvest event coming up. It's a free update with spooky activities, it says, and unique event rewards. You know what that sounds like? Hmm. It sounds like they're going to take... I, I'm hoping this is what they do. Instead of putting the Headhunter packs out like they did for two, they'll make them seasonal events instead. That'd be cool. Let's be honest. All the Headhunter packs for the second game were literally just holiday events. Mm-hmm. And they all came out around the same holidays that they were associated with. <gasps> we can get Mercenary Day. Hmm. Claptrap won't shut the fuck up about it. They uh, they have two more things listed after that, too. It's uh, Maliwan Takedown. It's another free update. An all-new map. Challenging new enemies. Take down all new bosses. And uh, even more powerful rewards, it says. It'll probably be another Circle of Slaughter. Mm-hmm. And then the first DLC will come out, which is Season Pass, new campaign, and there's still details to be announced. That's the other thing, too. You know, there are three Circles of Slaughter in this game. You, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. I've always done the one with... Uh, oh, Bob's just being very quiet then. Uh, yeah. Oh. Because, um, yeah, in the first game, we had... I think we had the... We had two. And then that third one, the Natural Selection Annex, was a pre-order uh, bonus. And they're tough as shit. Well, then again, we're playing yeah. on Mayhem 3. But the fucking racks. Goddamn yeah, fucking racks. I like calling them rakes. 
<laughs> kind of makes me want to go down there and do the raking myself. Oh! <laughs> I just feel like this this game feels probably the best one out of all three they made for. And, I mean, this is a slight spoiler, but I mean, you can see it in the beginning of the game. The Guardian ranks, you unlock when you finish the story. They're pretty much your badass ranks you had from 2, except per character. So you don't have to be like, well, I need to do this and this and waste all these badass tokens on skills I'm not going to use on this character, but I'm only going to use on another character. They're individual per character, so it builds up that customization for each character. It makes makes them feel more personal, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Like, for me, I can build all crit damage as Flak. And go melee in health, and Bob can just get all the loot. (laughs) He's like, luck, 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 just luck. I go for a lot of luck. Yeah. Give me more luck. More luck. I get. I think I get bonus damage from reload speed. Vehicle damage. I want vehicle damage. Like who's getting vehicle damage? Honestly, let's let's be or honest. Or like fight for life speed. That actually, I feel like would be smart though, because if you want to, if an enemy hides behind something, you can move faster while you're down. Yeah, unless you have a monkey. And there's also, I think there's one. Uh, there was one thing somewhere in one of them where I think it lets you aim in when you're uh, down. So, I mean, being able to move and aim in while you're down, I can see that helping a lot. Yeah, but I just you just need a Beastmaster. Oh, fuck your monkey. He threw a barrel at the back of my head the other day. Yeah. Oh, speaking of the, the slide, Bob, I have a shield that does damage when you slide into enemies, too. That'd be oh, pretty yeah. good for you, too, if you're going to do a lot of sliding. Oh, I'm going to slide everywhere. <laughs> I'm a slide up to the enemy. Don't mind if I slide into your DMs. That's what he's gonna be doing. Oh, slide into the Clipsos. God, he's another <clears throat> Clipso. Uh, oh. I, I enjoy actually being a vault hunter in this one because you're we're actually going into the vaults. Ah, Shit. the only know. thing I think they could add in that I liked from the original game was the weapon levels. Yeah, where you would, if you use an SMG, it would level up the SMG levels, and it would give you oh, more perks for SMGs or whatever. I think they're trying to tore away <laughs> from being classed like what, like each person being gun Pacific. Pacific. Specific. 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 Pacific. Like, I, I remember how in the first one, like each character was stronger with different guns. Yeah. Well, they, they they leveled up their gun levels faster. I was we were talking about that before. Like Brick had shotguns and rocket launchers. Yeah, I don't mind that though because it gives you more of a variety to play through. Then, hell, Except I think even in two they had that technically because you had skills that did certain things for certain guns. Yeah, just don't use Maui Long. I think the only thing I've seen so far, at least for the Siren in this one, is uh, she's got skills that increase stuff for elemental weapons. But yeah, now that you mention, I don't. I think you're right. I don't think I've seen anything that just increases just normal. Yeah, Yeah, it it just says gun damage now. Because, like, mine's all reload speed and crit damage. Hmm. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure Zero had stuff for uh, sniper rifles. Mm -hmm. I know, uh... Yeah, I know Aurelia did in the pre-sequel. Hmm. I didn't even notice that until you mentioned it. See? Well, then. Neat. And they've also made Endgame kind of easier in a way like you can i'm pretty sure everybody who played two remembers uh 
running through that entire area just to get to the warrior, just to smack his ass down. Mm-hmm. And now you can just fast travel right in front of some of the uh, uh, enemies like that. Not See, all of them, but some of them. See, I was worried. This is not. Spo- there's no spoilers. But I was worried for the final boss. We'd have to run through that whole area to get to do it again. Oh yeah. I was worried about that because, like, as I'm going through from first run through, I'm like, God, we're going to do this all over and just to get to this final boss. But now that when we redid it last night, I'm kind of glad you could just spawn right at the cliff. Spoiler: all bosses have a cliff before them. Yeah. Fuck. If you if you've never known that before, for any boss in Borderlands ever, <laughs> sorry. I think I've covered all my non-spoilerish bases. Yeah, that's pretty. I mean, the rest would be spoiler talk. So if you're listening and you haven't finished the game and you want to listen to next week's episode, finish the game because we're spoiling the shit out of everything. We're going to talk about theories, ideas. Show uh, pictures of Bob dressed up as the characters from the game. Mostly just the Goliath. Don't make fun of his pajamas. Aw, man, I forgot about that. The one pre-order thing for one of the games came with a Goliath mask. I wouldn't want to wear it. Let me just shoot it off you. I know, then you get all angry and pissy. And... Well, yeah, you paid a lot of money for that mask. And somebody just shoots it off you. Well, how rude is that? All right. Now, this is kind of a maybe kind of a personal rant, but I feel like everybody's kind of got a little bit of an input on this. This is, uh, how, how's the best way to explain this one here? I don't know if every place is doing this, but I feel like if you're going to make somebody a manager, supervisor, somebody that's going to run a department in your store, in your work, whatever you're doing, they should have some kind of manager experience or at least show that they know how to manage other people instead of just going, we're going to make this person a supervisor because they work really hard. I mean, it depends on like how they work really hard. There are people that work really hard and like, you know, their 100% isn't someone else's 100%. Like it might be you know, slow and whatnot, but still gives it all they got. But I, it depends on like how approachable a person is too. One of my bosses, I can talk to him just fine. The other one, I feel like I'll, and he's older, the one that like I don't feel comfortable talking with. Like just around him, it's like I don't. It's just it's fucking awkward, man. Well, don't get me wrong here. Personally, I feel comfortable talking to all my bosses, but that doesn't make them a good manager because they can't manage everything they're supposed to be like their job is supposed to encompass just because you're approachable just because you work really well i mean you do your job fucking fantastic does not mean you're going to be able to handle the paperwork the telling people what to do the actually following through with what you need to do kind of thing like i don't think well, they understand I mean, they be just getting used to it at start here because I would say no one's prepared to be a manager. I disagree with that. I feel like some people are prepared for people enjoy taking charge like that. That's why we had, you remember back in school where you had like the, uh, the group activities and they always would appoint one person to like lead the group. They were literally setting us up for positions like that later on in life. Some people are just good at leading, yeah. good at taking charge. And I feel like places need to pay attention to people that can do that. People that will like, you know, get people together and be like, "Hey, we need well, to get this done. We need to do this, this, and this." Boss and a, and, a, and a leader, also. 
I think almost it could be easy for anyone to point a finger and say, do this, do that, do this. Uh, what else is, I mean, what else is your boss doing other than taking charge and getting things done? My boss doesn't take charge and get things. Well, most of my bosses don't take charge and get things done at our place. There are some bosses that will work and get shit done and be part of the production line. Then there's others that, especially in the other lines and whatnot at my place that just sit in the office all day. And I think a leader would be better than a boss. One that is. Yeah. Involved. That's what I'm trying to get at. Yeah. That can get involved and whatnot. And I mean, don't get me wrong. Sometimes I like it when the bosses just go and sit in their office instead of standing around hovering, stressing everyone out and, you know, nitpicking dumb things like, Oh, I don't, I don't like this, but they don't know how it's done in the first place. Well, there's a difference between micromanaging and actually leading. Yeah. Nobody likes micromanaging. Nobody does. And those kind of bosses, I just, I would prefer if they stayed in their office, like just stay in there and get out of my way. Then there's other ones that, you know, they ask how it's done before they start like, okay, you know, like the one that was new to being a boss, you know, he asked, well, how does this, you know, what, it, what involves getting this done? He wants to know so he can understand why something is happening the way it is. Yeah. And that, you know, that's good and whatnot. Other ones, it's like, I, you know, you, I know that they don't know how to do it, but they'll still be able to sit there and be, well, I don't like this, change this, do this. And it's like, well, you don't understand the process to get to this point. And why it might be hard to fix because of other things. Exactly. I that's what I'm saying. It just there's a different way to there's a good way and there's a bad way to be a manager and a supervisor and leading people. I don't people think it like matters this. on age though. I think anyone can be a manager. Well not okay, not anyone. Don't I don't mean anyone can be a manager. Uh People, there is one thing. Just because they're a hard worker doesn't mean they're a manager. They need to be able to show good skills with working with other people, being able to work problems out also. You know, if two people are having a scuff at work, you know, is this a reoccurring scuff? Is this a first-time thing? How bad is it? Like, is this, like, actually threatening of, a well, of someone's well-being at work? Like, how would they be able to handle this? How would they be able to work it out? Um, and then also just, like I said, be approachable to talk to. Some bosses, not everyone wants to say everything to and whatnot because they, they just don't feel comfortable around them. A boss that you can feel comfortable walking up to and talking to is a major thing. You might be able to talk to any of your bosses but some of my bosses, I don't know how to talk to. I don't know how to communicate to because they just aren't that approachable of people. One of my bosses is I can walk up to him and say anything that's on my mind without having to worry about being uh, ridiculed or anything like that. Or, you know, he can at least be in a sense like, okay, well, have you seen it in this perspective also or whatever, instead of just, is just more approachable and easier to talk to. That also might be part of me, though. I don't, just because somebody's like, I don't treat our bosses, I don't treat the upper management, I don't treat the CEOs, I don't treat any of them differently. I treat them all like people. 
So even if they are unapproachable, I'll still say something to them just off the cuff or whatever and not really worry about it. I might not try to curse as much, but I'm still going to talk to them like I do everybody else because they're people. I'm just I saying... I I'm just to. saying... Prefer to what? To cuss. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying... Uh, I can't smoke and cuss. I'm fucked. <laughs> if I can't smoke and cuss, I'm <laughs> I, I, What I'm just saying is like they... My place seems to think, oh, these 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 younger guys, and I'm not going to point anybody out because I don't, no. but they they seem to think that oh well they, we've made these younger guys like uh, relay coordinators, so they had a little bit of this. Yeah, they know what they're doing, but they don't actually pay attention to how they worked as maybe a relay coordinator and then just move them up on the line. They just think oh well, there's a ladder, they're climbing this ladder without actually paying attention to their actual work ethics and. I, I'm able to separate work ethic and, and like, personal feelings. I can hate somebody's fucking work, ethic, work ethics. I can be like, this is the laziest fucking piece of shit we got here. He's a good guy, though. Oh, yeah. On the clock me is different from off the clock. Mm-hmm. The guy that works in my department, I've yelled and cursed and chewed his ass out before. But I've still hung out with him after work and whatnot and bullshitted with him. He yeah. is... He's a pretty fucking funny person. An absolute shit worker, though. <laughs> and the thing is, me on the clock is different than me off the clock. You know, I gotta, I'm gotta. i doing shit to get paid and whatnot. And I don't like being held back from my shit. And if someone's holding me back from what I need to do, I'm going to be an asshole about it. Otherwise, I don't care if they don't affect me at all. Yeah. You can be slow as shit. I don't give a shit as long as it doesn't affect me. As soon as it affects me, then I'm having a problem. Then I'm going to say something. And I'll be nice about it at first, but if you just don't care, you have a bad attitude about it, then I will be mean. I got you. I'm there for money. not (laughs) That's what I mean. What else is a job? If yeah, you're not getting I, paid. I, I could have everyone hate me as long as I've got my job secured. I don't care then. <laughs> what about your experiences? Uh, I mean, really, it's a smaller company compared to you guys. So, like, it seems like if you're friends with the owner, then you're getting a management position. That's pretty much how it feels. Oh, yeah. Because, really? like, he hires his friends over people that actually know what they're doing. That that's another factor kinda of we have there too. Like if you're if you make friends with the right people, those people will talk about you to higher ups and then it helps just push you further into the company. We have the same thing. We're not a big company really. We're actually a small company. We just sell internationally. That's almost how Nash well, I mean, we do have a sister company, but we're all local here in our town. Like, mm-hmm. we build everything here in our town, and a lot of our shit, like our wire harnesses, built here in town. If it can be built here in the Grand, it's built here in the Grand. Um, and But there, it, that is another thing also. Since it's all local, guess what? Small town, chances are you can know people high in the higher-ups. Um, or here's the best example. So, uh, this guy that's working here, or that was, when I started there, there was a guy in my line. And his dad 
was a manager over in one of the other lines. And he hadn't even worked there a year before he made a lead position, which is the <laughs> highest you can go on an assembly line. Yeah. For, like, actually working on the assembly. Then there's the actual, like, managers of the line. But they don't have to work online. But he was already that that position. Which, on paper, you're not supposed to be a lead until after a year. Like, you, you can't apply for those positions until after a year. He hadn't worked there a year. So, right there, already, since his dad is that. Then, uh, a few months after I've already been working there, He's now manager of this uh, one of the lines at the sister company hmm. because of his dad being a manager. Yeah. And uh, someone over at the other plant over in the uh, like the company that he works for, the sister company, which is Outdoors RV, literally got up in his face because he was pissing him off. And he is an asshole. He is a fucking asshole. I literally called. You only got this because you're a fucking daddy's boy. Got fired instantly. See, that's the thing. A lot of people that get pushed through like that, they start to feel entitled too. Yeah, they let that shit go to their heads. I've seen it happen a few times. Yeah. I will say, for me, my job at least, I uh, like probably four months ago, I just made up a flyer for them, took it to the bosses. I'm like, hey, look, I could do this for you guys, and you know, you can. Help you guys help me help me out, whatever. And now I have a they've kinda like made a almost a position for me. It's right now it's one day a week doing that. But my boss thinks that there's more to be done with it. So he's he's pushing for more of it to try and get me because he knows I want to do it full time. So he's been pushing yeah. for it more and more. So <clears throat> as of right now I'm doing it one day a week, but I'm always trying to find more more things to do at least. I'm trying to like create my own position. But I'm not Sometimes you gotta do that, man. I'm Sometimes really, you... I'm polite to all of them. I'm not trying to like suck up to them. I'm just being who I am trying to get my name out there. Cause honestly, if if it doesn't even work out though here, it's experience. I can take it somewhere else. I can say mm-hmm. I've done it for a company professionally now. So right now I don't it's that's all I care about. So, I don't. Um, I I didn't know anyone before I worked here, and I'm just could be one of the. I mean, I'll be the, probably the youngest person up there because I'm sure most people won't like that that I work with now. That I've, nobody ever likes seeing somebody else get success, even if they're trying to get it, which is kind of well, fucked up. I feel like. Well, if you look at the people I work with, though, nobody in my area has a a college degree. Mm-hmm. Nobody else has tried that. They've all like the one guy's been here seven years, and he's a technically a team lead, but that's really it. But he's like, you get off a job before me, I'll be pissed. But then it'll tell me like, oh, I'm, I'm glad you're doing that. Like he's kind of like back and forth. Jealousy, man. People um, get that way. It's weird. I was, I was like, worried about not being able to get a job, because uh, when my dad used to work for the company. My dad, he was an asshole if he needed to be. And uh, he was an asshole to the wrong person uh, that was at a lower position at the time that is now, like, pretty much a grand poopa there. Like, he is the boss. Boss. He is pretty much right below the CEO. Uh, 
pretty much. Anyways, so back then when he worked online, my dad pissed him off. And he's pissed off other people too. You know, they want to be an asshole. My dad would do it back to him, but worse. Uh, and they would hold grudges. Now they recognize my last name and that always made me, because I put three applications out through this place. It wasn't until the third one when I finally got hired out there. And I was worried it was because they recognized the last name. So I was worried about that. that they were going to take that grudge out on my dad, on me. Yeah. And some places do that. Yeah. They, they just know the last name and they're just not even going to fuck with it. They, uh, they did that with my cousin when he tried to apply where I work because his dad used to work there and ended up, you know, pissing off the wrong people pretty much. Yep. It's fucking weird, Brian. Yeah, I started through my place through a temp agency. Me too. But I'm making my way up through the ranks. Making my way through the ranks. Walking fast, making cash. And I'm homebound? Yeah, we'll go with that. Hi. But I will say on Monday, the one guy I I thought didn't really care for me because when I would email him, he he never really emailed me back about my designs. He came to me on Monday. He's like, hey, for this next week's sale do whatever you want. So he's like, whatever you come to mind, just make it. He's like, you know, we want something different. I was like, oh, shit. Giving me the, give me more freedom than what I thought I had. Yeah. Because originally they want everything to be like a uniform, anything to be like similar. Mm-hmm. Have, a, have a standard, but I'm like, he said, do what you want. I was like, well, it's kind of shocking that they actually trust me that much. Okay. But not I got the sniffles. Would you? Would you? Would you? Let go. Good dog. So, would you? Would you? Widget. 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 <clears throat> All right. Well, in other sad news, this is what last weekend, technically. Uh, I think it was Monday. I thought it was last weekend. I didn't actually look anything up about it. I just saw what you sent me. Well, I saw Rob Jummy post on Facebook about his longtime friend. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said it happened like two days before that. I had uh, noticed when they posted that he went to the hospital. I don't remember what for, but that he had gone to the hospital. Maybe we should that? actually tell people who we're talking about. <laughs> Oh, I was just going to keep it mystery. It's, you know, Captain Spaulding. (laughs) We start, like, talking about what's going on. I spaced out, but I I assume Adam did because he's the one that started talking about it. Way to go, Adam. No. (laughs) None of us mentioned a name. No, Sid Sid Haig. I believe that's how you say his last name. Passed away at 80 years old. Which, I mean, he lived a long time, I'll say that. He lived a pretty good you know, full life. Yeah. He was at a good prime. You know what else is messed up? I didn't actually know about this. I didn't know that he was in a lot of like older movies. Mm. I'm talking like older movies, like a lot of a black exploitation movies and shit like that. So him doing the movies with Rob Zombie actually really helped him out like mentally and shit like that. Yeah. He wanted to be in movies again, but just, well, they just finished. The Three from Hell. Yeah. Isn't that and already out? 
it's not. It, there's gonna be a premiere of it next month, but that's the last movie he filmed it. And I guess Rob Zombie said that he wanted him to have more more parts in it, but didn't want to push his friend because he knew how he was struggling already. Yeah, but yeah, it's a it's a sad day when we see an actor that we've kind of grew up with knowing he's always there. And not many other people, though, are going to know about him, is the thing. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be a lot, but compared to other actors out there. I mean, it's kind of, I feel like it's it's kind of similar with Mr. Leahy. Yeah, uh, John Dunsworth. Yeah. He's not, he wasn't a big actor, but he was somebody that played a huge part in, you know, all of our lives. We watched for years. Well, this is different, though. I I mean, we we watched Half of Thousand Corpses back when it first came out. And, like, what was that? 2000s. Early two thousands. Uh, what year was it, dude? It was a two thousand. Because I remember our uncle talking about when he went to see it in theaters. We were still in our old house back on uh, on Fairmount when it came out. And I know that because I remember when uh, two thousand three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, that was. So House I mean, two thousand corpses was the first movie out of. Out of the trilogy he made. Because mm-hmm. I think Don't Read It was like 2007? Or 11? 2005. Was it? I think. Yeah, it was 2005 because yeah, it's on here. But yeah. So. Just... And at least for you and I, we watched those movies constantly. Like Devil's two. Rejects more than House of Thousand Corpses, but yes. Yeah. That and, oh my god, do you remember uh, uh, his whole thing in the beginning of uh, the like the menu for the DVD of House of Thousand Corpses? Oh yeah, yeah. I remember at Dad's house, he had his own little segment in there, and he's like, come on, press the button. And like, going on about all that shit. Yeah, he is... His first film was in 1960, called The Host. He was in Kill Bill? He was? He apparently played a character in, well, Kill Bill Volume 2. But yeah, he played somebody in Kill Bill. Huh, huh that's a pretty big movie. Hmm. That's neat. He was in House of the Dead, Night of the Living Dead 3D. I didn't realize he was in a lot recently. Oh yeah, The Lords of Salem. I never, We never did see that one. No, I didn't see that one. Yeah. <laughs> I shiver. Just trying to see if there's any videos in, or movies in here that I know outside of those. He was in MacGyver? What? Yeah. He yeah, was... He, he was in a live-action Batman. He was in MacGyver. He had a couple appeared. little... Go ahead, sorry. Oh, so he appeared on a couple different TV programs like Batman, Mission Impossible, Star Trek. The A-Team. Yeah, Dukes of Hazards, even. Charlie's Angels. He was in a lot. Yeah, this was back back in the 70s. He was in a lot of movies. TV series. and Holy shit. He was in Gunsmoke. <laughs> in Star Trek? Yeah, the TV show. Yeah. Uh. Mm-hmm. Oh shit! Then <sighs> I feel like the Rob Zombie's just got bad luck with his uh, some of his actors because 
I can't think of her name. Um, the chick that played the mother. Mm. Um, Karen Black. Chia. Yeah, she passed away in 2013. Didn't that uh, one the of guy the that, House of a Thousand Corpses pass away also? The guy that played Tiny? Yeah, Tiny. Yeah, he passed away in 2005. Like, he passed away while they were making House of a Thousand... Or not, uh, Devil's Rejects. <clears throat> Tiny didn't actually technically Devil's Rejects, though, didn't he? Yeah, he was in the beginning, and at the end of it. Yeah, all the scenes it. with him, they filmed first, technically. Because uh, when he did Devil's Rejects, he recorded that, what, in like 30 days or something like that? Yeah. <laughs> Hold up. That's fucking weird. Hmm. So the actor who played Tiny, uh, Matthew McGrory... We know he passed away in 2005, but there's a movie that came out in 2017 that says he was in it. What? The Evil Within, unless they were recording this for 12 years. What? I, that confuses me. Yeah, okay, never mind. So uh, The Evil Within was in production for since 2012. It took 15 years then to make that movie. That's why he was in it. That was weird, though. Yeah. All right. Wait, what? I'm sorry. I'm getting off topic kind of with this, but Matthew McGroy was in Men in Black 2. And that came out a long time. Well, no, never mind. That came in 2002. He played Tall Alien, uncredited. <laughs> right? He's also 7'3", though. So it kind of makes... Usually tall people don't... Not to sound inhumane, but they don't live as long as normal. Oh, God, no. Look at Andre the Giant. I know. Well, it's the same thing for uh, animals. Yeah. <laughs> yes and no. It has something to do with metabolism. Yeah. Like dogs. Except for like, well, yeah, with dogs. I was about to say, like, giant giant octopuses. We don't know how long they live. Octopi, sorry. I, I fucked up my plural. Don't whales live a long time, too, typically? I think so. What about elephants? I think they have a decent year span. For how big they are. Anyways. I got nothing else. Me neither. Just a sad day seeing actors go. It is. It is. I was actually... If I hadn't been running around all weekend or spamming Borderlands 3 with uh, Bob... I was actually going to try and sit down and find uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and uh, Devil's Reject and watch them. Ooh, we should stream it for each other and like watch that shit sometime. We yeah, I'd like to. Uh, for ourselves right here on uh, Discord. Oh yeah, just screen share if somebody has it. Yeah. Mm. I think I oh, might my. have Devil's Rejects. We could have movie nights, guys. I'd have never thought about that. We could invite Craig, and we could start making our own... Ri- oh, my... Can't use that word. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright. Uh, we would call them... Um, um, hmm. Brain not think for do more how like. 
uh, we would call it the uh, the tracks on which we have riffed. Shut up. <laughs> the um, times would be good. The guys that don't shut up during movies. The guys that don't shut up during movies. Honestly, I don't think that's something you could ever really get into. Because, to be honest, Mystery Science Theater kind of cornered that, and then the guys from... We're not sponsored by Riff Tracks, by the way, but those guys go off and do their own things. Now, let's be honest. They're a lot funnier than people that are probably going to try and do it on their own. They spent... No, nah, I'm not going to say their lives doing it, but they spent a lot of time doing it. They're actually funny. Hmm. My dog was whining at me. Alright, well, we got anything else? Boys and gals? Nope. I don't think so. Just prepare for a spoiler warning next week. A spoilerific warning for the spoilerific uh, thingamabob for the week of next. Podcast number 24 next week. Quick, we need an outro. Drop the middle finger off. Ow. Come on, pork. Speak. 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 Speak, Fox. Speak. I like to sniff glue in my free time. Oh, damn it. I was supposed to buy super glue today. Or a new headset. He's not going to bork. Just cut it. Just cut it. Just I, cut it. I'm not going to cut my dog. Just cut. I'm not cutting my dog. Out of here. I'm, not, I'm not cutting my dog. I like my dog. 